Hey guys, my name is Adrian Fanaka and welcome to my Intelligent Automation Product Owner Podcast. In this podcast, I'm exploring the life of a product owner in the field of Intelligent Automation. Uh, This podcast reflects solely my views, even if I'm working for a Fortune 30 company. I have started building software robots that search for vacant positions in the biggest companies in the world in February 2019. These software robots go to the careers page and type RPA in their search boxes. I coded the bots to extract the result which meant I collect how many jobs that company had vacant related to RPA. It's been two and a half years since I've started that journey. There's a lot you can learn by doing that. First, you can observe the market, the RPA market in my case, but you could immediately switch the bots to search any other keyword in order to observe any other skill market. But let's stick to RPA for now. Observing the RPA market, at least for the last two and a half years, is very important because I can decide based on that data if the hype is still there or has faded. I'm confident that I'm as important as Gartner in seeing the future of RPA in real time, thanks to my brilliant idea to build these 400 plus bots. I'll be one of the first who feels any significant drop in the market. Also, observing the market is important because you can learn how other companies are doing RPA. Are they doing it as an extra nice to have or is it a core skill? This is nice to observe by reading various job descriptions and job titles. Finally, observing the RPA market gives you an idea of when a company starts doing RPA, when they matured enough to scale or on the contrary, if they never had success and uh, this skill is slowly disappearing from a company's vision and peril. There's more that you could learn, but I'll stop here for the moment. Also, there's a lot of misleading information that you could conclude, because not every vacancy is advertised publicly. Some companies preferring to keep it internal and out of the public sight. For this time, I'll pick one company that I think had an amazing growth in the term of their RPA journey and capability. Ernst Young, or EY, was in February 2019 a leader in RPA solutions. They used to charge around $5,000 per RPA developer, and they had many teams around the world. Type of innovation and went full speed ahead. Yes, it is true that by April 2020, they slowed down. RPA, like other commodities, is cyclical. 
A period of intense hype is followed by a hater or bear attack, usually accompanied by decreased budgets, disappointed customers due to poor quality of the automation, which usually slows down the sales and marketing of RPA because of the negative advertising. But what happened next is mind-boggling. Their RPA program grew again four times in the last year. After they grew two times in half year, followed by a slowdown, they grew again four times in the next year. This is exponential growth, ladies and gentlemen. If this is not the next big thing, then what? API? Maybe. But remember, as I mentioned in my previous blog post, RPA includes API, but API doesn't include RPA. So in the end, API will be swallowed by RPA. This growth, after some decrease, end of 2019, shows the strength of the RPA technology. Despite the negative hype at the end of 2019, RPA survived and thrived at an increased pace than before. And that is shown clearly in EY's journey. EY has now around 200 vacant positions worldwide related to RPA technology. This is a growth of 8x since I started monitoring their careers page with the help of RPA bots. From 25 vacant positions in March 2019 to 200 positions right now. Absolutely stunning growth. And because of this growth, the other consulting companies have been forced to start their RPA programs as well. And they have recently exploded as well. Maybe in a future post, I'll cover Deloitte's or Capgemini's RPA journeys, which have an even bigger growth despite starting late. And these late joiners to the party were simply forced to do so. That is to join the party, which shows the lack of vision of their management and poor strategic choices out there. They could not miss out this huge profit-making enterprise, which is RPA. And the other companies that are now scaling their RPA programs will need to learn from EY. The companies that are still in their early phases of RPA journey need to learn from EY because these guys did it first and did it quite well. Of course, they did not do it perfectly, but look at that growth. Imagine how much money they save their clients by automating their processes. I believe it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars. If you invested $10,000 in April 2019 in EY RPA team, now you'd have $80,000. Absolutely no reason not to love these guys.
However, these guys that are at EY <clears throat> are still learning. These guys are doing just simple RPA. But imagine EY doing the next generation RPA, which I explained a bit in one of my previous blog posts. Combining computer vision, machine learning, RPA and chatbot and automate more of the cross-departmental processes, so horizontally, rather their single department processes and start automating those core cross-level of responsibility vertically processes that now are categorized as a no-go zone because there's too much human judgment involved. Now we are automating as is without imagining what the process could be. As I argued in my last blog post, there's a huge reason why RPA fails to impress people and trigger real digital transformation. The next big thing is not only RPA, but process innovation. As is, is rarely cross-departmental now. As is, is rarely cross levels of responsibility now. Maybe these processes are not even created yet because senior managers don't want to have anything to do with junior management. So they segregate their processes in a horrible attitude towards their junior colleagues and destroy basically any humanity at workplace. Destroy these silos and reduce the number of levels in your organization. All those levels hurt the organization. And this is the right time to invent the new organization as well. Imagine if this kind of automation and radical process reengineering with the purpose of destroying the gazillion number of management levels in the organization happened simultaneously with the intelligent automation journey that we are experiencing right now. Magic thinkers who can imagine your future business and processes, just like me, don't see anymore the advantages of having countless levels in any organization, controlling managers and their deputies, and army of ass leakers who hope one day they'll be chosen to be a useless manager, who gatekeep young people away from promoting and implementing their ideas, from making an impact and having results that make young people happy, who keep young people from being a star, having brilliant results, from flying around the world at first class, from eating at the best restaurants and sleeping in the fanciest hotels in the world, keeping young people from networking with smarter 
young people and executing RPA at scale in their organizations. Because this is exactly what levels in an organizations do. They keep you away from resources and steal or borrow your ideas to implement them later on as their ideas in a desperate effort to keep their status and income intact. Stop this. Give young smart people money and freedom to innovate with intelligent automation in companies around the world rather than gatekeeping them. Remove the barriers to automation, which are the silos and the countless levels of management who gatekeep money without any reason. Afraid, lacking principles, managers, lacking anything that makes them human and kind should be gone because they hurt your profitability. They don't hurt smart and young people who couldn't care less about these unkind, racist, sexist, nationalist, cynical, 40 years old, three kids managers, usually males. They hurt profitability and your future growth. You can simply fire them and you won't lose a single dollar. The longer they stay in your company, the more damage they'll do long term. This is the brave new world. And this dream of a managerless company where politics against you doesn't happen and you get your promotion because you have results, because you have simply worked your ass off to finish something, to create something, won't happen without you. The reader of this post, understanding this problem and leaving companies that don't remove all the useless management levels, paid handsomely because they are just keeping every. To continue the discussion, you can find me on LinkedIn, on my Facebook page, or at my blog. You can find the link in the description. Until next time, goodbye.